This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Would Meta really pull Facebook and Instagram from Europe? That's what the company is threatening due to some issues regarding international data transfers. Let's break down the problem. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to discuss this is CNET's senior European correspondent, Katie Collins. Welcome, Katie. Thanks for having me, Roger. So what is Meta actually saying? So Meta is saying, um, it released its annual report last week, and what it said was, um, you know, there currently isn't a data transfer agreement between the US and the EU, and it was saying if this isn't sorted out soon, it faces the possibility of having to withdraw some of its services, including Facebook and Instagram from Europe completely. Yeah, which is a wild, wild scenario if, if you think that it, if you consider it that it might actually happen. But I'm curious, like what the, the crux of the problem is, and like why the EU and the US don't have a clear international data transfer agreement in place. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, a few years back now, um, the EU bought in new privacy laws that kind of, it was a big overhaul of um, of the, the kind of privacy regulation to kind of make it fit for, you know, this new digital internet age we're living in. And it saw European citizens getting much better privacy protections across the board. Um, but it meant that the international data transfer agreement that was in place, which at the time was called Safe Harbor, was um, no longer valid because the US wasn't able to offer similar protections for Europeans' um, data when it kind of crossed the Atlantic and ended up in the US in data centers over there. Um, and so there were, a new uh, agreement was put in place called Privacy Shield. Um, unfortunately, that too was found in 2020 not to kind of meet the standards um, and it was invalidated in uh, a court ruling in here in the EU. Um, so it's um we've we've kind of got this ongoing problem where the EU and US have yet to figure out a, a kind of a mechanism that can allow this data to be transferred over um that allows um you know that gives European citizens that data protection that they're so used to. Right. And if there isn't there hasn't been an agreement, like how, how are companies like Meta getting around it now? So there's currently a, a kind of a mechanism that's being used called, um, without getting overly technical, um, standard contractual clauses um, that are used to allow these data transfers to continue in the meantime. However, unfortunately, shortly after Privacy Shield was invalidated, um, the the use of standard contractual clauses was also invalidated. Um, and a final decision hasn't been reached on this yet, a final ruling, but it is due in the ne- in the coming months. So we're facing this situation now where if there, a new agreement isn't reached shortly, um, we could be in the position where, you know, Meta simply isn't allowed to transfer data, which, you know, it has data centers all over the world and it processes different parts in different places. And, um, and you know, that's that's it's kind of got this global infrastructure that the, 
that the company and its services and products are built on. But it simply won't be allowed to transfer that data out of the EU anymore, which could, you know, effectively mean it's impossible for it to operate those services. Yeah, and that's, again, kind of insane to think about. Like, are, are the US and the EU working on hammering out a new agreement? Or is there some sort of workaround being put in place? Or is this sort of like, are, are, is this an actual realistic scenario that we may face? Yeah, well, I mean, so it's hard to say for sure, but like they definitely are working on it. And in fact, Joe Biden's administration has said that it's a real priority. Um, they've been negotiating on it and, you know, it's taking some time. But apparently, you know, they have said that they um, that there could be an announcement coming up. Um, there's some thinking that they've the EU and US uh, since last year, since Joe Biden took office, have been working on this Trade and Technology Council to negotiate different issues and work together on things. And the next meeting of that is in May, and they think that there could be an announcement then. Um, but you know, it's we're we're not quite sure yet whether that is true or whether it's um, you know whether it's going to um, you know deliver what we need it to. Because of course, as much as they can, the two powers can negotiate um, and come up with something that they think works again it's it's for the for the court to test it out to see if it's you know stands up legally um so you know it's um it's ongoing is the answer um but yeah there is a risk <laughs> certainly yeah that and uh th i mean this is this would be ill timing obviously you know we're just coming off of facebook reporting its first user decline in the company's history, you know, lost more than a quarter of its share on one day of trading yesterday, last week. And so Meta definitely can't afford to lose a key market like, like Europe, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Europe is such an important market for Facebook and, well, for Meta. Um, and, you know, they have huge operations here in Europe as well. Um, and they do have data centers here as, here too. Um, so, you know, who knows what they might be able to to make work for them. Um, you know, I'm sure that they will do everything that they can to avoid having to you know, cut off European users from those services because that would be really bad. <laughs> that would be, for, I mean, it would be catastrophic, right? Yeah, yeah, for, for the company. And, you know, it would also be bad for users of those services in um, in Europe, you know. And, you know, there are many people within Europe who um, whose small businesses are tied into Facebook and Instagram. Um, and, you know, the, the yeah. consequences could be really far-reaching for both, um, you know, for for a huge company like Meta, but also individuals and small companies um, of all sizes and scales. Yeah, we saw that with the the outage, the Facebook outage from last year, where you know it was down for a whole day. And while he, like out here, there were a lot of folks celebrating not actually having to be on Facebook. There were a number of businesses, number of countries that really rely on Facebook for core services and even basic internet services. And so, uh, yeah, like losing that in in Europe. It's not just an impact on consumers, as you said, sort of a, a big impact on, on small businesses that rely on Facebook as their site, right? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I think that everyone will be working to make sure that this this doesn't happen. Um, and I think that this is really just a, I mean, this also is not the first time that Meta has raised this issue. So, you know, it's, it's, it's said before that, um, you know, it's warned that, you know, this needs to get sorted out. Um, 
and and you know it's not just them either um they're perhaps the biggest most high profile company that can speak out about this but you know the the impacts aren't just for meta it's not just meta that will have to worry about the consequences that and that's a great point like what about companies like google or apple i mean they all have don't they all have global infrastructures where data just flies from one place to another like wouldn't they also be impacted yeah absolutely and you know i think that um you know i believe even um other lots of other companies have you know not only spoken up about this problem but you know that they, they flagged it in their um in their earnings reports um so you know i think that there have been i mean there have been a lot of um kind of more obscure businesses you know technology businesses you know that European-based as well, companies like Siemens um, and Braun and, um, you know, uh, these are just the tech companies because this could be all sorts of companies that are affected across different industries. So, um, yeah, um, there are definitely other other companies who are speaking up about this. Got it. Well, Katie, thanks for your time and for breaking down this this complicated but potentially devastating issue. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>